to leave it on the dance floor. Today, I am here in New York City, right in Times Square, with none other than Broadway star, Rochelle Rock. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Abby. Wow, this is incredible. A true flashback, and our lives just reconnected again. Yes, full journey. Yes, (laughs) yes. So how did Rochelle and I meet? We have no idea. Not a clue, can't remember. Probably at a dance competition. Uh, her mother, Rosaline Kenneth. Ro, yes. Yes. It was Rosaline Kenneth School of Dance? Rosaline Kenneth, at the time, Rosaline Kenneth Professional School of Dance. Rosaline Kenneth School of Dance. Yes. And my mother had Mary and Lorraine Dance Studio. Yes. But they weren't really competitors because they were on two different sides of town. Absolutely. And also, there wasn't dance competition back no. then. No. It was just starting. I was 13 when a flyer came in the mail to my house that was Summer Dance Festival. Yes. And they were introducing a dance competition in Pittsburgh. And that that must have been, when we're putting it together, I think, the same. My mother, we performed all over Pittsburgh. You know, the regatta, any sort of festival there was, you performed. And that was our performance. And now this new stage was coming in, and I think that's when we met. Summer Dance Festival, somewhere in that world, and I know we reconnected at DEA. Right, for sure. Dance Educators Yes. My, but my mom wasn't really performing all over the place. Okay. she was just starting, but not just starting back, but she just had her dance studios because her performing all over the place was at the Fontainebleau with Sammy Davis Jr. and Elvis Presley, and then she was in Pittsburgh, and she hated every minute of her life. That's why my mother and your mother got along. Right. Because my, if you talk to Ro, right. she, I'm like, tell me about it, tell me about it. And it was, she opened at the Copa. She was in Pittsburgh, but it was Bobby Vinton, the yes. Platters. She did a 15-minute opening act, tapper, like a true, that was her thing. Her, right. But you didn't leave your mother then and go and pursue your dreams, you know, especially if you're Italian. <laughs> well, I had a lot of Italian students at my studio in, in Penn Hills. There, it was a very Italian, I get it. I know all about that. Uh, but yeah, so they weren't really competitors. They would see each other at dance conventions. And for those of you that are watching that don't realize what that is, conventions are continuing education where dance teachers go and they have classes for themselves. There's business meetings. Yes, I love it. Better your business, stuff like that. But then you take your students and they take all these classes from different people that fly in from New York or LA or wherever. And that's a dance convention. And that was big. Big back then. Definitely. That was there there was um there weren't any medals being given out. It was about learning. And you were in the room, you know, where they say in Hamilton, the room where it happens. And that's kind of what it felt like. Right. And, and, and it was it was it was uh, just a different different time. Frank Hatchet and and Betsy Hogg and like all these old Bob teachers. Rizzo and yes, yeah and yes, and, yes, and yes. Charles Kelly. I mean, come oh on. I that's mean, the acro I say. The day you know, Charles Kelly died was like woof. It, it, I teared. I mean, yes. He was an incredible acro teacher here in New York, and that's where people, they came just to take from his class. And that's why, you know, you're such a great acro teacher. Oh, well, I hear you. that. I just spoke to your friend Robin Dawn. She was like, make sure oh, you tell Abby yes, I said hello. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, that's yes. what, you know, people are drawn to you, not just dance moms, but the educator that you are, because well, you took you. what I you took learned yes. and you and you brought it into your world. Right, right. And I was always you know, watching and learning and watching and learning. I certainly wasn't the best one in class, 
but I was watching who was. Well, isn't that the key? Watch what you want to, what you you can take, what you want to take from someone else. And certainly not to mimic, but to find like that power. I was never like, there are people I always say that were Gumby, naturally gifted. I had power. I knew it, but I lacked in so many other ways, you know, that I was always trying to catch up, but I could tap dance. So you, you find like your thing and then, you know, luckily uh, my mother said, well, if you want to be in show business, you better learn how to sing. Thank God no one told me I was so bad for, you know, for the first many years of singing. Who did you take from in Pittsburgh? Do you remember? I took from a, a woman. Her name was Sarah Salma. She taught out of her, you know, out of her home. Uh-huh. And my stepfather, Big Al, used to drop me off there. And I would invite him in every week. So I would say, do you want to just come? you want to come along? And, uh, and he was like, no, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to run and do some errands. And then... I was in Fosse on Broadway, and I was the understudy for Valerie Pettiford, and I, I went know, on. I know this. I know, but I'm going to tell you this. Okay. My stepfather's in the audience. He happens to be there. I'm on for the star, and I see him wiping tears from his eyes, and I'm like, I see him after the show. I'm like, Big Al, what's, what's wrong? And he said, I just can't believe that that was you because you were so terrible and I couldn't bear to sit through a singing lesson and it just like those things I always tell students I'm always saying don't let your parents tell you you're not good at something you make sure you find a way you can learn to sing Abby Lee as you know just like you can learn to do a, a, a I would say an extension, an aerial backflip. Abby always has the kids sing at her auditions, her classes, and they're always so caught off guard. You know, you would think by now watching the show that you expect your students to sing. Right, yes. But you always have them sing and their eyes. There there are some kids that don't have bad voices that sing, and I think their parents realize, oh, wait a minute. And you spend all this money on costumes and entrance fees and rhinestones and earrings and traveling. And your kid doesn't take one voice lesson. Go to the church, ask somebody, go to the school. Join the choir. I always say, learn something about music because it's really going to matter. Even if you're in a film and you're a dancer in a film, it's the count in, it's the bars of music. It's learning the language. The language is so important not just for the competing, but not just for Broadway. It's yeah. for life. It's for everything. Of, you know. Even if you can't read music, hearing it, being yes. able to understand the rhythm. You know, that was something that I struggled with when I was younger, you know, when I was performing, but I always could hear it, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that you don't need to necessarily read sheet music. You should always try, and you always should. Well, kids don't play an instrument either. In absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I went in blind. I didn't know what a harmony was. I I was like, I'm going to do how many parts in Cats, and what am I singing? Every time I would sing my part, I'd jump to all three harmonies. The musical director must have been like, we had to go to Pittsburgh to pull this 17-year-old out of high school <laughs> and deal with this. But I learned. And that's and the thing. When you're thrown. Was that the tour on Broadway? That was the tour. That was literally 1988. Yes, I'm going to say it. I'm going to own it. 1988. I left Canavan Catholic High School in Pittsburgh and went to do the national so tour of Cats. I'm an old, a lot Tell older me. than you. You are? Yes. By what? Like a couple years. No, we'll no, no, say no, like. No, at least five. At least five. Well, that's not, that's not a lot. No, because I graduated like the same in 83. Era. So if you left in 88, you were younger then. Yeah. Yeah. So how old was your older sister? She was she was your age. She graduated eighty okay. three. Okay. She graduated eighty three. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So you were the little sister. Yes. So you left high school early. Yes. Didn't graduate. You graduated. I went back for a personal day to graduate. Yes. Okay. Which that was a good feeling. Graduation. Yes. 
and you were already had a job. I had a job. A and career. A career, uh, yes. yes. And I thought I made it. Cut to the tour closes and you're, you think, oh, I was, you know, I made it. I, I got my first job, but it doesn't work that way. So the, the journey then begins. So you don't know how you're going to get the next job or what to do. I remember I was like, what do I do? I went to the casting agent, which was Johnson, Liff, Zerman, and now Tara Rubin, who is one of the biggest casting agents right, here, right. who's casting, Johnson, you know, Johnson, the future. John, my they did everything. And I sat with Andrew Zerman and I said, what do I do now? And he said, you audition, you live the life, you keep working. And that's it. Did you and ever have another job? Did I ever have one set up? Like no, no, right no, no, after? No, 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 no. Oh, no. another job. Did you ever job. have a non-dancing oh. act job? No, only, no. I used to flip pizzas when I was in high school. But no, that would have come in handy if I needed it. Uh, yes, but, but I was lucky, kind of like, you know, you were being raised by a dance teacher. And I loved it. So the difference was there's a lot of dancers I know that are like, I don't want to teach. I'd rather work at a restaurant. I'd rather be a hostess. I'd rather right, do right, right. I love to teach. So that was always like, okay, I'm going to go home for six weeks and teach at my mom's school and save some money and fly to New York if there's another job. And that's what I did for the first few years. What about People's Airline? Did you fly for $39 or something back and forth? Was Maybe. After I think it might have been after because I remember six. I remember some serious pricing. I was okay. like, Mom, right. I got to go. It's Starlight Express. Like, I got to get there. And so, I saw you in that. You did. I'm proud of you. I saw you in that. You did. But I remember they used to audition kids later for tours or whatever, and it was Starlight Express and Cats. And Starlight, so you had to be a train and be a cat. And yes. be a train and be a cat. At the same audition, in the same hour. Okay, be It's kind of like Disney. And be be a Aladdin, yeah. be a lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yes. kind of similar. But mm -hmm. that's kind of yes. how, when that started, that began, where it's like the Andrew Lloyd Webber. I feel like I did a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber shows to start Cats, Starlight Express, Sunset Boulevard. So all of that came into my Is life. Sunset Boulevard? No, I did, the, I did the Toronto company with, okay. yeah, it was it was incredible. It was incredible. And um, yeah, so those are the, the beginnings, you know, the beginnings where you pay your dues. You never stop paying your dues. I'm going right. to say that over and over and over. And it's the greatest thing. And what was your first opening night? How did that feel for you? I would say the biggest opening night and the first mm -hmm. that I would remember, like I, like the party, a big I treasure, do. yeah, I treasure opening a brand new Broadway show, an original company of a musical. That was my opening night. And that was Fosse. And that was where, I mean, all of the stars were out all, you know, from not only Gwen Verdon, Rankin, BB Newer, everyone who was anyone was there. And you're just, I'm here. I'm in the room. I'm, I'm, I made it for a minute. You at least allow yourself, I learned through the years, to feel that for the moment that you're in because you don't know how long it's going to last. And just by doing one show, it doesn't mean you're going to get another one. Well, in your case, it did. It did. It did, yes. So It's because I'm giving out that good energy. But you're fun, and you're great to work with. Thank you. You know, that's another thing. You can have these people that are incredible talents, and they're divas, and they're just not pleasant to work with. Mm. And some still keep working anyway. Yes. But then as time goes on, it's like. I'm telling you, I think we're getting to a place, though, where that's the question that's asked right before the casting. It's like talent, talent, talent. And then, well, how are they to work with? And you know what? Let's look back at the next couple of jobs, you know, the, 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 you know, the last three jobs and say, you know, check 
with the dance captain who put them in the show. Like there's something that matters. You know, it really does matter to you mean people. You're- actually looking at things like that and not how many social media followers they have? Oh, this isn't television. This is Broadway. No, I think that people are definitely, what I haven't seen before in a Broadway audition, because I've kind of stepped out of that side of the right, table saying, right. is, you know, right away you can Google someone. Like you're sitting there and you're like Google and you see, forget the, the resume, here it is. You can see them act in action right now on their Instagram while you're watching them you know, because we can multitask all of oh, us. Oh, you know. wow. So I there's, think about you can, that. So you, there's computers they're on everywhere. Stage and it's down to a couple people and you're like, let's check them out. You can pull right up there. everything now. So that's very, I say that to my students as well. Look, it matters what you put, the content that you put on your page. It matters. Even if you're having fun and it's personal or have a page that's you as a dancer or your professional page, perhaps that's a good way to go. I just did a, a new show in uh, in L.A. called Madhouse okay. with some uh, dancers, 18 to 23, trying to make it. And they're failing miserably. (laughs) So they live in a house with me and I just yell at them all the time. But the thing is, there were some other people, how come I didn't get it? How come you didn't look at me for this? And I I look at your page and you're teaching. You're teaching everywhere. You're flying here, you're flying here, you're doing this, you're doing that. You're, you're, I mean, nothing big, but little crap. You're teaching here and there. And it's like, you don't want to be a professional dancer. You're, you want to be a dance teacher. That's mm-hmm. not the show I'm doing. These are people that need to sing, dance, and act and do it really well. And what's holding them back? Are they too short? Are they too tall? Uh, do they have a, a bad attitude when they walk in? Do they not pick up fast enough? Do they not know what key they sing in? Or do they not have the right sheet music? Do they not use the right song? All of those things. All of it. Nothing to do with what school in Ohio that you're teaching at. No. 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 And that's the thing. I mean, I heard this a long time ago. It was the people, Jerry Mitchell said this to me. He's like, okay. the people, the reason I Tell worked. Them for all of our okay. listeners. Yes. Who Jerry Mitchell? Give a brief. Yes. Jerry Mitchell is a director choreographer and he created shows. First, he was a choreographer for shows like Hairspray, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. And then he became a director for shows like Kinky Boots and Pretty Woman and up and coming um, musical about Betty Boop that we'll talk about. So he told me once, he said, Rochelle, I was the assistant to the Jerome Robbins in the room. So when, when Jerry Robbins left the room, he was running the room. Whoa. Whenever whenever Michael Bennett was leaving the room in a chorus line, he was running the room. So what people in this town also, they get to see you in charge, taking over when someone's stepping out. That's the person that's going to be the next choreographer right, exactly. when they want it. And it's the same with being a dancer. If you are choosing to teach and only teach, and he also said to me, don't leave town so much. For people, don't leave town so That's much. That's right. Be at the parties. Be at the openings. Mm-hmm. Be at the Show social up. stuff. Show up. That's right. That's important. And and kids, too. Need, no, I say kids, but young adults. Young adults. They need to know all of that. They need to be where the action is. They need to live that life. Yes. And, you you know, you got to be seen. You have to be seen. And, and now, you have to see. Now, do you think the difference now, like there are choreographers that are teaching here in town, 
And I always say, go to the classes where people are choreographing. Absolutely. Where they can hire you. Where after, you know, 10 classes, they're like, I saw you in my class. And I saw you at three auditions. I, you know, I'm going to keep you. Exactly. I'm going to keep you. Absolutely. Let me, let me, let me see some, if you can say. I mean, some choreographers don't teach, obviously. Right. But the, in L.A., they're all teaching now because of the strike. So, I mean, when Marguerite Derricks has a class, you better get your butt there. You know, <laughs> yes. Michael Rooney's teaching. Show up. Yes. Be there. Because those are the people that they're going to work jobs. in the next round, and they're and they're, it's job after job after job. There's not too many choreographers. There's a handful, mm-hmm. you know, and they have every job in the book. Yes. So Cat Burns, I know, used one of my students as her assistant for years. Thank you, Cat. And yeah, uh, that's yeah awesome. you know, so I mean, those are people that, and those people that I just named never did dance competitions. They don't even know what that world is about. They are dancers, or their dad was. Yeah, Mickey Rooney. You know, one or one, <laughs> one or the other. They somehow they got into the well, business. I, I mean, yes. it's it happens. It's it it happens everywhere. You look at Hollywood. I was you know reading a scroll and it was like who's so and so's grandchild and who's related and who has a different last name. Hey, we're all here helping one another. We talked about this earlier. We yes. didn't go to college. We went to work. We went to and work. So we didn't have an alumni. I didn't have an alumni behind me helping me. I think it's great if there was someone. I wish there was a Rochelle Rack in my life when I was fifteen that said, "Here's what it." It is. Here's what you need to prepare for. Not every job is going to be great. You're going to be on a bus ten hours a day all over Europe. Like those things would have, you know, would have served my life. Exactly. Yes. So exactly. to have sometimes you run into things where you're like, just open your ears and listen, and just try to take it in. So that's my hope anyway. And for I the think future. here in New York, more so than LA, it happens that you're in the right place at the right time. Whether it's a restaurant, a bar. Uh, one of my girls. She was in Miss Dance of America. She did not win. She was first runner-up, the first to lose. And in the audience, a friend of mine, uh, you know, Eileen Grace, Eileen Noden. Yes. From that same yes. competition yes. we're going to talk about. Yes. yes. Uh, she was dating a guy and brought him to the competition to watch before they went to dinner. And then they stayed. They're like, we can't leave. After she danced, we can't leave. She's maybe going to win this. And... That was over. We were down the street from the Marriott Marquis eating. She didn't win. And the guy offered her one more part he had in Will Rogers Follies, the first national tour. Boom. That's amazing. 17, first national tour, Broadway show, doing your thing. That's it. Because of meeting somebody socially, mm-hmm. never showing up at the audition. Mm-hmm. But what he saw her do was far beyond what she needed. And she was gorgeous. So, yeah. Of course. Right. Well, that's the thing. If you just keep showing up wherever you are. The dance competition world, it's great. Like, I feel like you brought a lot of people from home not thinking about dancing, not seeing dancing. It wasn't something you could see. You, You brought it to the television. You brought it to the world. So many people that I run into... They are dancing because of Dance Moms. That's the first Thank answer. You. It's true. So that generation, it matters. So you got them into dance schools all over the country, all over the world. Well, I know. And when the show first started, dance teachers were adamantly against it. They mm-hmm. were up in arms over the way I depicted dance teachers to be. And you know, I could name 50 people right now that are a lot tougher than I am. A <laughs> lot tougher. Are you sure? Yes. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And uh, however... Now, they all had more kids signing up. They had kids wanting private lessons and kids wanting to do solos and, you know, all the dance competitions that participated in the show that were seen on camera all over the world. 
suddenly they have these huge booming businesses. Exposure. Mm-hmm. Exposure. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, it, that's not to mention the, you know, the millionaires that all came out of it. Absolutely. And you know what? And, and the thing is, but the good that came from that show, because I'm, I mean, the kids now they come up to me and they, they watch it as if it's happening now. So I'm I, like, why, do I still, why? do I still look like me? Okay, good, good. All right. Then <laughs> I'm know doing what, do you know, do you realize what's happened? Tell me. So the show was originally sold in 130 countries. Uh, my voice is dubbed in 11 languages. And I want to hear that. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know the guy that does it too. Anyway, so that's all happened. And then during COVID, the quarantine, uh, they sold the show to Hulu. And recently, Disney bought Hulu. So now we're on Disney Plus. There it is. But I thought you weren't a kids network. We're not. A, we're not. A, it wasn't a kids network. And <laughs> Disney it's not is a children's show. <laughs> so, yes. so, however, that's what's happening. So that's why now my demographic is five years old to 85. Five-year-old children are now watching the show. I get all these messages I'm dead. from people that are like, uh, you know, yeah. my five-year-old, one one episode a night before she goes to bed. And I'm thinking, oh, this kid is going to be crazy. so warm. I mean, even just yesterday at the event, there was like five-year-olds. We were like, how? Like, you guys weren't born. Like, well, no, well, they weren't born. Well, they weren't even thought they, of. No, of course not. No. My daughter said, what? Can I meet Abby? I said, you met Abby, but I was young. I was little. And I said, you can meet Abby again. I didn't tell her I was coming today because we'd have her. She'd be like, okay, (laughs) here's what I have to say. Yes. Yes, Here's what I want to know. But it is. It's nice. to. I mean, isn't that incredible? That's incredible. When you were building something like this, did you ever think it would turn into something so spectacular? No. No, but I also never thought I would be indicted by the federal government and go on a staycation yeah, because of yeah, the show yeah, either. Yeah, that's yes. true. That, yeah. So there was a lot of bad but look with at the you good. now. There yes. was. Yes. There was. And you're amazing. You well, look amazing. You look thank incredible. you. Stop. I've known you forever. Let's forever. go back. Let's go back to. Yes. What do you want to know? The episode. Me, 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 well, me. As both of you love Fosse. As he said, it's all about the, it's all in the timing, right? Is it's that, all in the timing. Yes. I quote him every day. Oh. oh, it's all in the timing. But she got to work with the man in the room. Well, actually, no. no. I got to work with Gwen. Gwen was okay. my mentor and Annie. So, so they when, were, he when, had passed. He was, he, I was the generation after. So I was the first kind of like, um, when Chet Walker was setting all of okay. the all of the yes. workshops, I didn't do any of them. I came in late to the, I was kind of late to the game, and I was in like a leopard outfit. Everyone's in black. I'm in leopard. Black turtleneck. Uh, yeah, I, they were like probably thinking, who is this girl? Probably who's this girl from Pittsburgh? And um, <laughs> and I immediately made a phone call. And I was like, I need everything I have in black in my shoes, and I was like in a panic. But I knew not one fossy step when I joined that company, and I mean. I didn't know how to back bump. I was full, you know me, Abby. Yes, it's like, yes. ha ha, full yes, out. Yes. I wasn't subtle. Very much gyrating. Oh, over yes. The top. Undulation. Yes. My yes. favorite thing is bite the apple. Bite the apple. That's my favorite. Well, I know the sassisms are out there. Yes. So do people still call you sass? Do you still go by sass? I, yes, I do. I say Love you can it. call me Rochelle or sass. Perfect. And Broadway.com just posted like the day of sassisms or something the other day. And I was, la- I'm just cackling. I wrote a song that I released called Drop. Swing, and as you oh. know, a drop swing is where you kind of drop down, hair up, and you just kind of come up. It's as if you want to like let go of something, a relationship, a friend, a person, a situation, and you're like, I got to drop swing, ball change. So the lyrics kind of go with the dance. Okay, so it's well, fun. You can out. you can write a song. That's the thing I talk about. It's like there's no limit 
to being a dancer, to being something. You want to write a song, you want to write a poem, do it. There's nothing that can stop you now in the world we live in. Put it out there. People don't have to like it. They don't even have to see it. But you do it. If you do it without the result, you're going to make some great, I mean, I just think you're going to make great decisions in your life to believe in yourself. So poignantly said. Thank you. Yes. You know, it's Listen, been many be years. Be proud of your work. Be yes. proud of your work. Be proud always. of your work. That's it. I or mean, sometimes it it's mean, cathartic. Ju- don't judge it. I mean, yeah. you can you can be harsh. But sometimes it's just cathartic to do it. It it's something in your soul that you need yes. to do. And someone said to me, you know, the glory is not in writing a book, but having written a book. Mm. So it's the same thing. I like. It's that. not about writing the poem. It's. It's to say, I wrote a poem. I'm a poet. And that's, or I'm a, an author. And that's I'm a how I feel songwriter. Bob Fosse was a poet of movement, of style. And that's, you know, bringing back to being in the room with Gwen Verdon and Anne Ranking, learning from the women that were in his life. Were they in the room together? Yes. Oh, God. Imagine. Your wife I mean, and your mistress at Im- the same time. And she was brought in. Gwen brought her in specifically to take over because she had just done she had such success with Chicago right and so they decided you know we want to we want to bring in Annie and kind of see where this takes us and so it was a luxury and at first I thought I was going to get fired for sure so who better to do the Bob Fosse inspired number on the show gold digger Gold digger. Gold digger. And you know, Abby forgets, but I was on the road with Flashdance and they told me, we would like you to do a number in the style of Flashdance. So mm-hmm. I had all of this music that's, oh, she, she might not know, but oh, maybe. I don't know this. Yes. So Leave I it had, on the dance floor I have today. all the music from like the mock songs that sound like Maniac. So I'm in my room on tour and I am choreographing the heck out of it. Okay, we're going to do this and spacing and all of that. And I get to set and they say, there's been a change. We can't use the, you know, the idea from Flashdance. We, you know, but in that, and I was kind of like, oh, really? But Abby (laughs) says... Abby says, your, your specialty is Fosse. So she wants you to do something in the style of Fosse. And I was in the trailer in Pittsburgh, just flown in. Nothing. No song. No, I had nothing. Oh, and did they give you no, quite, they a, gave quite me, a library to they choose gave from? Me, oh, so I'm in that trailer with the library. And I'm thinking. It's the most ridiculous. So you chose the, mu- the music. I chose the music. Okay. And I was winging it. You want to talk about winging it? I mean, I had done all of this work. And let me tell you what I've learned. And this is leaving it on the floor. Yes, leave it on the dance dance floor. floor. Leave it on the dance floor. I think that it makes you, you know, as well. It's like walking in an audition. You have to step it up. It doesn't matter. You may think it's going to be one thing, and it's another. Right. So I applied all of my Rosalind Kenneth skills, all of my professional skills, and I went in there and... I was Shut like, well, up. she says that I'm. this is my specialty, so I'm going to do my best and try. She's you know how hard special. it is to Damn teach Fosse. I can't teach. I, try, I say I can teach you the idea, what it took me to learn in six months, in an hour, an idea in five hours. I'll give you a number and I'll have some a little bit of it. But it worked out. I just didn't know how much doubt you had in me while I was teaching it until, you know, I saw the episode. <laughs> no, I, well, well, I don't I know think... if it was doubt in you or doubt in the kids doing you. That <laughs> yeah, was the and thing. I mean, you even said in the episode, Abby, that you are just a control freak. And actually, Rochelle, I think that at the time you were the first guest choreographer to really come in. So even Jonah's looking at me like, your guest is here. 
like, oh, are I we going to have to do yeah, this Yeah, because it was season two, or excuse me, season yes, three, episode season 13, three. and okay. it was called She's a Maniac. So it's funny that, Yes, yeah. so there was a switch, a there last a switch. minute switch, because I was very well prepared for the mm. flash dance version. Well, they probably would have done that better. <laughs> well, GK, I mean, it's crazy, because I, I think they did a great job, and I, I mean... It's hard at that age to understand, even though I remember saying, you know, I always say I have a secret. Show me that you have a secret. It's not easy for everyone to do. I mean, it's easy for us, you know, but. Because we have lots of secrets. Yes. And you said that about the kids, and I was like, God, I love you. Chew gum when I'm not supposed to, or do whatever. It could be simple little things. But it it was um, inspiring to be there. And when they say, well, what do you, you know, what do you do? And I always say to my students, Whenever you walk in an audition, whether it's for a television show or for a commercial, I went once and it said, wow me. Now, I'm on a two by four. Here's the room. Here's the camera. Wow me. So you better be able to do something in place that's like, <gasps> yes. and that's what that that move, that flip, that trick, it, okay. it comes from like the, that training. It's like a front handspring split. Yeah. But, you know. It's interesting because people are like, oh, you know, is that like your go-to? I said, no, my go-to was a cart will cut through, but I could, you know, again, I was like winging it. So you have to have that, young dancers. You have to have that, wow, what am I going to do if I'm asked to do it? That doesn't mean I want to see 27 Alice Cone turns. It means what can you do, pow. And sometimes people, they might get upset with me when I say that. I don't need to see that over and over again. That doesn't mean that I know you can dance. I know you can dance in the first two counts of eight. Oh, I know God. when you turn around. I know when you, how you feel the music. So I want, I think, do you think that you started the Alice Cone turns on Dance Moms? Did you start no. like the fad, the fad of like everyone's going to no, do no, them? No, no, no. That was before we started. It was. Yeah, that was before okay. we started. Because right. not all my kids can do that. Yeah. Well, no. not all the kids no. that, that do it can I do it. I, and let me just be clear. I did not start the fad of okay. sickling your feet no. or curling your toes or, yeah, or turning in inverted. I, I, Gwen, oh, the, Gwen and, and Annie and, <laughs> and Rochelle and Mr. Bob Fosse, rest his soul, yes. they can turn in all they want. That's Everybody right. else, like laying on the floor, putting your foot up and sickling it and crunching your toes, like, what is that? That is for know. a kid who doesn't have good feet, who doesn't have a good turnout, who maybe shouldn't have gone to dancing school. Well, Just saying it's it. funny that you say that because in this number, uh, the moms upstairs were kind of like, oh, my goodness, because the number called for more different feet, obviously. Well, it turned so. in, inverted. Yes. Because that's yes. what I wanted to ask you. When you were in the room yes. with Gwen Verdon, was she pigeon toed? Did you watch her walk? Oh, no, she wasn't. But that's why he did that. No. The thing is, I heard Gwen Verdon, first of all, I did two shows that I had no idea in any way were related. She was Jack Cole's muse first. Right. Which I did not know until I, I was in the Jack Cole I read Cole a lot, project. so I knew Good. that. Okay. So then she, he kind of pulled her to be his muse. So she brought all that she had learned, that all of that, like, deep plie, round, internal, to the Bob Fosse style, you know, where all of the yes, hats yes, come in. Yes. But no, she was she was not pigeon-toed. She had, um, it, it's almost like cartoonish. It's almost, she had that, that ability to make her body do so many different things. But at the time, we weren't these dancers that were whacking our, you know, unless you were Sid Charisse. I mean, it wasn't, 
it wasn't something that you were looking for in a dancer to that big whack to your head. And I don't think she was that kind of dancer because no, it was no, always no. like her and Cheetah. It was like, Bob, give me, you know, give me a hip roll. And Cheetah got the high kick, you know. Okay. So there was, there's always, the thing I loved about the Fosse work is that he would take a dancer like you, like me, and he would morph it to what you could do. Right. And he that choreographed for, for the dancer. The dancer. And, and there's that. so many people that teach solos and do choreography. They walk in. It's already in their head. They do it to the music. And it's not even the kid's good side. No. And, and they don't like, hear any they, accents. Right. When I see a dance and you have an accent in the music, and they just dance through the eight. I, I, I can't even, I don't even know what to do. I, like my whole body, just like, I'm, I said, did anybody hear that? So there's something about this choreography that you're talking about. It's set in your mind. You see it when I see it, and then I do it. I'm like, oh, that's a poo-poo platter. That's got to change. You have to right, know. Right, right, right. It's like knowing the song yeah. that you sing. Like, oh, maybe I, I always say to my students, well, wait a minute. Did you get a callback? Okay, no callback. All right, three times you get a callback. No, no callback yet. Okay, well, guess what? It's not them. It's you. Yes. So, of and that's it's okay. You. That's okay. So change something. Something has to change. Something about you. That's right. right. I always get emails and direct messages online from kids and parents asking if I can record a short video. Wishing someone a happy birthday, a milestone congratulations on a special achievement, or even just my advice before performing at a competition. With Cameo, my followers, the ALDC elites, have the chance to connect with me directly. Looking to have Abby Lee's last word as you enter an exciting moment of your life? Maybe put you, your friend, or a special someone at the top of the pyramid? Or do you want them at the very bottom? Anything is possible on Cameo. Connect with me from anywhere on the globe at cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. That's cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. The sky's the limit on Cameo. I'm so curious. Yes. The two of you probably choreographed very similar, very different, but Rochelle, obviously you had such limited time and you said that you had to change it up so last minute. So you were doing it in real time, the choreography. Yes. Now, Abby, is that how you had to do it too? Or did you, you did, you did some numbers that you had done in the past. We like, got the music Tuesday yes. while I was going into interview. I hated it. I did not want to do that. I was not doing that. I refused. Then it went back all night long, three in the morning, five in the morning, seven in the morning. And then Wednesday by pyramid, we knew what we were doing. But the moves wise too, like I'm talking about like the, like the fit, like, or did you oh, know just no, concept no, no. wise? What, what yeah. we did, yeah, concept and music wise. Yes, I'm talking so about choreography. what we like, did in class on Monday evening from gotcha. 4.15 till 9.30 in everybody's class, like the, the class that those kids were in, or maybe Brooke was in older classes or, you know, whatever. We would do a combo the last mm -hmm. 15 minutes, or I would do jumps and turns across the floor, and I would do a new jump, a new turn combination right. that I was going to be like, ding, this is going to be in the number. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whether it's lyrical, contemporary, jazz, we're going to put this in. And the same thing with their other classes. You know, so even you the ballet teacher. It. It we, was like we a little would way every to Monday and Tuesday. It. That's interesting because so. I remember we were talking with Eliana, and you were saying you were doing that in LA. So you were doing that even in Pittsburgh. You were doing it a couple of days before, and then you would implement that into yes, okay, yes. And then in we Pittsburgh. did some. Sometimes, sometimes we just had to 
totally mix it up or it was a holiday on Monday mm-hmm. and he couldn't be in the studio or whatever. And uh, yeah, so we we had those kids two hours on Wednesday before somebody was pulled off camera and then another two hours on Thursday. But that was a group dance, a solo, yes, multiple a trio, routines, yeah. a duo, a two solos, whatever. It was insane. And Rochelle, how yes. long did you have to do this one? Because you were there one day. One day, studio. I think. I think it was about four hours. Okay, so you maximum, did have four I think hours. Maybe maximum, I would say. I can't remember because it. I was like, "What's happening? I don't know the song. Mm-hmm. I didn't never. All I did, I picked it. I was in the trailer, and there it was. It was like, and here she is, Rochelle Rack. And I just remember going, "All right, well, here, whatever's going to happen is going to happen." Here we no, go. This so, but that's how you do it. Yes, right Abby's before I walked in. Yes, after before. Oh, before I never even. So got, you didn't know at that time you were auditioning. I wasn't auditioning. Abby's Ultimate dance competition. There was no way I was auditioning. Not a shot. I literally. I'm going to tell you this. I think that was your audition. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. I mean, that show. It was months later. You know how it turned yes, over until yes. it came out. When it aired. My my website was like on fire. I, I had no idea what happened. Like things things were happening. I was like, "What's happening?" We're just what. Then I thought, "Oh, she set me up." As I was watching, mm-hmm. and then the next day, the next day, I get a phone call that says, "Hello, you know, we're calling from Lifetime. We want to know if you'd like to do an interview to possibly be the judge for season two of Abby's Ultimate. Not the job, not an offer, but an interview, a Zoom interview." Okay, so. They and then I was like, and I then? was, yeah. And maybe it was like, who knows, one FaceTime, of those Skype, one of those Skype. Yeah. Okay. And maybe it was a Skype. And, um, and I remember I was like, sure. And then I got on the phone and they said, okay, Rochelle, we just want you to, you know, brag about yourself. And I was like, I'm so getting this job. <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically, I think they wanted to see, and what they saw was someone that was willing to have an opinion and to stand by it and to not have fear of disagreement. And my right. fi- you know, and that's what that's what you need on a panel. Oh, you yeah, need you that energy. So um, you know, fortunately, they that was just kind of the day that happened. And I was like doing flash dance and I remember saying, uh, I guess I'm giving my notice and I'm going to LA. Oh, you you had to give notice for yeah. flash dance to yeah. leave the show. Yeah. But wasn't that a great job in LA? Yes. We worked like one day a week. I loved a week. it. It was so much fun. We had so much. My Although favorite thing. you didn't thing. eat the candy with Richie and I. Uh, what we a, had candy well, under the desk all the time. We were always eating oh, the candy. Apparently we I was on the end. Yeah, well, you, you were eating you candy eat and candy. talking. You didn't eat candy. I did eat candy. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yes. Yes. With us? I, I don't, I don't, I mean, not, I mean, I don't remember that hidden candy. And I would get now. up and walk away and the candy would all fall down. Oh was... my God. Yeah. Now I remember. Okay. okay. No, yeah. I didn't eat the candy. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't drink the Kool-Aid. You didn't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> so yes. how did you feel when they asked you to perform one episode on Abby's Ultimate? Well, I was surprised mm-hmm. for sure, but I remember saying, well, can I do one of my songs? Cause Luckily, I had yes. written a few. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing when I talk about young dancers, young artists. If I didn't have that song, I wouldn't be able to sing someone else's song. I, the rights, you're, you, can, you don't own the rights. You have to own the rights to your music. So luckily, my writing partner, of course, he was like, yeah, do it. So that was fun. I had a costume. I swirled it up, you know, spun out of a skirt and lived my life. I had some friends in the audience. So it was nice to be able to be me. 
and to see, I still have those pictures of that day with all the big sass, 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 you know, and it, yeah, and it was a moment thing. to kind of just yes. be free, to be free and perform. And on television in 130 countries. That's what I'm saying. And people it's know like, you. I know. And I, from that, I mean, they know me. They remember the Dance Moms episode. It's crazy. Yes, one, and it's sadly, one time. It's sadly, I, I mean, you should be known for your work right outside yes. this building that we're in right now. We're in the Actors' Equity Building. This is the union for performers yes, on Broadway. Broadway. And uh, right outside, down the street, you know, she was on Broadway. And kids, Many all times. Over, kids all over the world should know you for that. Well, thank you. But and, don't. you know, even though they don't, they would come up to me and say, are you, are you Rochelle from Dance Moms or follow me around the mall or whatever? And I was like, for a while I thought, Twah. 20 years on Broadway. I was like, and then I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> you know, so I just accepted it. And now, you know, I look back and I think, what a glorious time. I always had hoped we'd get another season out of that Abby's Ultimate because well, I think it was, it was fun and it was nice to see that. Well, I was told that we didn't do another season because it didn't go well, because it wasn't loved. It was because they couldn't sell it to other countries because once you knew who won, there's like no point in watching it. I see. Just like The Voice mm -hmm. or American mm -hmm. Idol. You yeah. know who wins the whole thing, then why are you going to so watch it So that's why they do their own so The Voice in they London. Do they the do the different cities, right. Right. And so that was that. Uh, right before COVID, we had a big meeting to go in, uh, your name was brought up again, to go in and do a one-off competition show that was... Uh, five or six kids would compete and we'd pick a winner each week. And nice. then at the end of 13 weeks, 12 weeks, we'd bring back all the kids that won and pick the team. Then that would be the team for season nine. So it made yes. sense. How do we get these kids together? How do we do it? How does this audition process work? Yada, yada, yada. So I'm going to officially ask you right now. Yes. But I don't know if you're going to be here. That's Don't tease thing. me, Abby. That's the thing. Well, we'll see if we can get it to work. Uh, I will be filming in November here. I know you'll be working on a new project, but mm -hmm. we can maybe make it work. Uh, to do a season nine, at least three episodes in one day. We shoot three episodes in one day. That's fantastic. Here in New York, in New York City. So maybe if it's on a Sunday or a Monday, we could get you back here to do it. Listen, I'm first of all, I'm honored. I would love it, and you're gonna, you'll I, be my sidekick again. I will be. I will be in that shot with you. Okay, and, good. Um, thank you for asking. And yes. yes, in between the new Broadway musical where I'm the associate choreographer, Woo! I'm flying in for you, lady. All right, you Did got you all it. Hear that? That's it. Let's it's talk done. about that now. She is the associate choreographer of a new show coming to Broadway, entitled Boop. Boop. It's Simple. All about Betty Boop. And uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. As we were talking earlier, Jerry Mitchell has been in the process of this musical for several years. The creative team is incredible. Jerry Mitchell is a director choreographer. We spoke about him earlier. Things like Hairspray, those moves that you remember, um, all of those dance competitions where they did You Can't Stop the Beat. Honey, he created it. And so he is the director choreographer of Betty Boop, and it's called Boop. And it's about bringing Betty from this cartoon world of this movie musical you can picture it in black and white coming through the stairs coming down and you know she wants to have a day off from being a star i mean you know don't we all 
Oh, I I'm, do. <laughs> <laughs> and so she lands in New York City Comic Con, and it's fantastic. It's does, written. Does he yes. go to Comic Cons? Jerry, does, does, does Jerry he, go? Did he, did well, he research all that. Oh my gosh! Does yes. Does he know what that's like? They're crazy. It's crazy. It's a lot yes. of people. It's crazy. There's a lot of different people yes. there. Oh, it's unbelievable. So we have pictures, and you know, I was just at a costume meeting yesterday and watching. Tony Award winner. It's like, I, I can't say it enough. Greg Barnes, who also was, you know, the Tony Award winner for many musicals. Um, some like it hot he did. He dressed me in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and Catch Me If You Can. So we have this team. David Foster wrote the score. Susan Birkenhead wrote the lyrics. Who wrote Jelly's Last Jam. It's like, they're here. Bob Martin, who wrote The Prom and Drowsy Chaperone. Like, I'm in a room where I just am like, Yes, I deserve to be. Yes, I put my time in, but I'm in awe and I'm there to learn and I'm there to give. So Boop opens in Chicago because, you know, we like to do shows out of town. You want to get those reviews. You want to hear what you need to work on. Again, right. it's going back. You know, you don't want to walk in and be told how great you are. You want to walk. You want to get that feedback. Right. So because it helps you. For those viewers at home that haven't been fortunate enough or lucky enough or whatever to see a Broadway show here in New York City. Shows start out of town. It's called the out-of-town tryout. And it's Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Chicago. So Boop will open in Chicago during the holidays? Yes, November. Yes. November. November and December. November and December. At the Schubert Theater. Schubert Theater. Give it a plug. Come on. Buy your That's tickets. Right. Get ready. And then once... It's there three months? It's there for, t it's like two months we're there. We close, I think it's um, December 31st, we finish. And then we get that, they need a month to move the set, to move everything. And then hopefully we will have the exact theater or the announcement will be made. You know, sometimes so they hold that yes, where yes. we're going. Yes. In your experience, what is the difference between Chicago's out of New York City than, you know, is... Are, are New York City theaters older? Are they smaller? Are they bigger? Like, is there no difference at all? Like, I'm just curious from a performer uh, perspective. That's a great question because every theater that I've ever been in on the road, and I've been in a lot of theaters, including in our hometown, right. they're beautiful. They're big. The backstages, they're made. I mean, these theaters in New York were designed straight up. Everything is tight. Everything is contained. So whenever you have a set on stage, you have one hanging above you know, for second act. And if, if it's if it's done and it's moved, it's flying out. So the theaters here are very nice. They're just contained. They're smaller. Mm -hmm. and they're Although, old. unless you're at the Gershwin and you're in the barn. You know, I did Oklahoma there. It's like a barn. You, you want to try to spot a double pirouette and catch a basket? Good luck. <laughs> I had to do it every night, and I was like, I am dropping this basket for sure. But that that's um, it's very different, but they're beautiful. I've been to so many beautiful theaters. But to come to New York, if you, again, not only fortunate enough, and maybe you're in a theater company or there's a way to get here, you know, to support live theater even in your hometown. It's so trip, important. Anything. It's so important to not only our community here on Broadway, but the community all over the country. And uh, please go and see live theater. Yes. Now, you have to see live theater. I mean, there's no other. I mean, yeah. you stay home and watch TV <laughs> or listen to this podcast. Leave it on the dance floor. Millions of kids go to bed hungry each night in the U.S. So when I found out about a nonprofit that feeds 5,000 underserved children each night named Katarina's Club, headed by Chef Bruno Serrato, I knew I had to help. After all, who knows kids? 
better than me. He launched Katarina's Club when he found out about California's motel kids. These children are so poor that their entire families live in single room motels with no kitchens, nowhere to cook, no dinner. So food was a rarity for many of these families. He has been feeding kids, 5,000 kids, every single night since 2005. He even mortgaged his home twice to keep the program going. When his restaurant, Anaheim White House, burned to the ground, he found another kitchen that same day to keep feeding kids without interruption. He has served well over 10 million meals. We are looking for any size donations. After all, a $5 donation feeds a family of four. While food banks are helping ease the crisis, many of these children, often referred to as motel kids, live in cheap, crime-ridden units that do not contain kitchens. Since these families are unable to cook dinner, they depend on already prepared meals like those provided by Katarina's Club. To become involved and make a donation, go to katarinasclub.org backslash donate. Again, that's katarinasclub.org backslash donate. I did want to say one thing about the theaters, though. They're not the most handicap accessible. So if you do watch this show because I'm paraplegic, I'm in a chair, uh, be careful when you come. Make sure that you have made arrangements previously. The taxi situation here is amazing. One out of three taxi cabs are handicap accessible. You can just drive right up the back. That's incredible. The theaters, eh, not so much. And it doesn't matter how much money you spend, you're never going to sit in the front row. Or, it, you know, in the in that fifth row center. It's just not going to happen. You're going to be in the back of the orchestra or, if there's an elevator, in the back of the mezzanine. So keep that in mind when you're getting your tickets. Well, I'm just so glad you're here supporting all of these shows because I know my friends who are in shows like yes. Some Like It Hot. Yes. When there's a spotting, an Abby Lee spotting, it's like, I think she was here. She didn't, we didn't get to talk to her and then they'll run into you. So yes. it's exciting because, you know, you've you've affected all of these young dancers, but you also have, you know, such a presence in our world because you you respect Broadway. Since the day I met you, you have always been such an advocate and and it's appreciated. Well, I never uh, was so welcomed or felt so welcomed by the Broadway community as I did uh, just this past season when Danson opened and I was invited to the premiere. And here I am with Cheetah and this one and that one and and Hillary Clinton was there and I was like this is just bizarre this whole thing is just so strange and then uh, I saw Roddy doing you know side aerials and how old is he he lied he's not he's older than he thinks <laughs> he's older than he thinks I don't know what he's he amazing thinking. I yes. don't know he yeah, could he do still, it he still did it who, who cares know. right he did it yes uh, but I just thought wow and then I went up to another uh, box office to get a ticket just last minute and they were like. <laughs> and they made arrangements for me, and they're like, ah, we'll move you for the second half, and da-da-da, da-da-da. And then today I was at a matinee, and they had security was around me because all the kids were taking pictures, and they wouldn't sit in their seats and watch the show. They had to turn around and take my picture, and they were there. 
at intermission. They got me out into a, a VIP green room. And <laughs> I was like, where were you when I had 50 kids here watching the show when I bought 50 tickets? Exactly. Yes. What's yes. happening? Yes. Well, that's great. Well, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad I was able to come here and join you. What else you want to know? All right. Well, we need, we have to talk about. We do. We have to talk a little bit more about the episode. So, I, yes. yes, I am curious. How was it when you came to the competition and Abby did a little bit of cleaning? for the routine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Were you expecting that? And Abby, were you like, were you expecting it to, you know, I had to watch the episode today. Yes. I remember Rochelle being there. I remember having fun. I remember her flipping out the mothers because she's in such fabulous shape and looks so great. And she was their age. If I, I, you probably, I don't know who, but I just know that they or were older like, than them. I might yeah, have been older I, I than I was going to say, you might have been older than some of them. And, you know, they look like crap compared to you. <laughs> oh, so I, I was thought, Well, I looked like crap, too. But I, I just thought, oh, this is going to be fabulous. This is going to be so fun. And, uh, yeah, then I watched the episode. And I, and the, I, the thing is, Rochelle didn't deal with the producers day in and day out like I did. You got a little bit better picture of that. On yes. Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition, yes. the the manipulation, the mm-hmm. uh, the the just the. Well, what I will say is this: the surprise for me, because I thought everything was smooth. I did. I said it. I knew. She, I knew. Uh, did I think she would clean it? I knew she would do whatever the heck she wanted to with it. I know her. Mm -hmm. So I didn't expect her to um, anything except that. Like maybe some changes or I, you know, I I, I made this, you know, I took this. So you were expecting it already. I was expecting something. But when I literally, you walk away, you got to let it go. Yeah, it's not in your hands. You're not there. Somebody could get hurt. Somebody could get You have to let it go. And then also, you know, you had worked with these kids a lot longer too. So you knew like... Well, not a lot longer. You worked with every these kids day every of day. their lives, years, yes. of their lives. Yes, yes. forgive me, but well, the, the, yeah, yes. you figured you know one might do better here. Mackenzie's, but you she know, knew she them. had it, yes. and Mackenzie had a duet to worry about that week that as well. Was the issue. So you that probably, was, yeah, the main issue. you know, yes. and that was still you know on the fence of if she should be in two dances. So I'm sure there was a lot going on. Absolutely. But, so at the competition when you came, so you were, did you actually finish the number? In the studio, you you got through well, the entire I went, thing. When I went to yes, we fin- got, okay. so we finished we finished the number and we got to the end pose. Yes, okay. I remember it because I remember doing that little yeah. getting into it. So I was kind of reliving it. I was like, wow, okay. And then when I walk, I was just about ready to walk on set in Michigan because we were playing Grand Rapids. Also. So was that planned? So, like which for yes, you to be? That was, was we had, for, I was so coming the, back. I'm it was here yawning. I'm sorry. We had to thanks. go. No, no, nice no. Senior. I didn't mean that. We, we, <laughs> wait, my back hurts so bad. So the we, competition was at the same place strategically as where you were. Yes. So we I, had to go where she was, where Flashdance was performing gotcha. the dance competition we had to go where she was so that wasn't a coincidence to make it work no well no I, but i flew <laughs> i flew to pittsburgh yes that was yeah. that was planned that gotcha. was my yeah. pro- and my producers were like when because abby first of all came to my opening night in pittsburgh mm-hmm. and i said to her will you be on my vlog for broadway.com so i was doing a vlog and she was like sure so I, she tells this whole story. We have story. to try to find that. We have oh, to find it's that. The, it's out there. Yeah. It's it's there I it love rock Sergio and roll. Trujillo. No, it, that was Sergio Trujillo. Yeah, yes. And that's the first time I think I met him. I met him before, but that's the first time I had cocktails and got maybe to talk Jersey to him. Maybe Jersey Boys. Maybe you met him. Maybe Jersey Boys. Maybe Jersey I don't know. Boys. But I, I was like, Sergio Trujillo? I mean, no, I know where I met him. Yes. The Wiz. 
in at La Jolla. Oh yes, in, he's he in, does everything in, La Jolla. in L.A. Yes, and John Carlo was in it. Wow, that's that's how long that's ago. the full circle story with Sergio Trujillo. Wow, yes. So that was the beginning of how this happened. And she told this whole Broadway story of when she saw me and all of this on my vlog. And my producers it. were like, how do you know Abby Lee? Mm-hmm. I was like, I've known Abby Lee since forever, since mm-hmm. before she was since Abby we Lee. Since we were both. Since well, before she was Abby Lee. I was I just 13, Abby. you were eight, I guess. Yeah, or eight-ish, we'll say that. Since you were kids, that's, since that's we were crazy. Kids, yes. But going back to that question, yeah. whenever I walked onto the set in Michigan, when we were there, and I, I was, you know, doing my show at night, I went there, and it was like, and by, you know, right before you walk on, they don't, they don't make up drama. The drama happens. People ask me that all the time. It's maybe scripted. they sprinkle, maybe they sprinkle ideas, mm-hmm. but it's like, and by the way, you know, there might be some changes to the dance but, and action. So like that's what you get. Like so you're like, "Oh, oh, okay. Let me just walk into I don't know what is going to happen." So that's kind of where I think the drama and all of that comes from. But I had no idea what she was going to say to me. Mm-hmm. You know? I had no idea what she was going to say to what me. Did I, I say? No, I was well, You said I took No, you said I I took Mackenzie out of the, I just, you know, there been some Yeah. I did some work and I just feel like <laughs> it's, you know, it's better that we take her out and her size, you know, the size was and you know, her, my eyes going to her and not in a good way, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, she's and, horrible. Um, yeah. Yes. And then I well, She was a little kid. She was a little kid, but she was still learning Fosse, and she, she was doing it in the back. And that's what I liked. She was dancing it while she wasn't in it. And I watched your version, and I was watching her dance it in the background, which is how I got every part in Fosse. It wasn't because I was in it. It's because I was in the corner in the back mm-hmm. dancing it. And Anne Ranking, or Gwen Verdon, finally said, put her in it. And they made me audition while I was in the show to be in the ensemble of the Rich Man's Frug because Elizabeth Parkinson, who is a Broadway dancer, needed a costume change. So I auditioned to be in an ensemble number in a show I was in. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about pressure. So that's the thing. I knew what that felt like for, and it's a little girl. I don't want. I want. I want her to be like. Mm-hmm. Sass taught me how to do this, and I hope she carried that with her for her the rest of her life. I hope so. And I, it's so funny because like when I was watching it back, because obviously I've watched the whole series at least five times at this point. At least I don't even know anymore. But I just can't imagine that routine without Mackenzie at the end doing that little end pose with the bump like at mm-hmm. the end. You she know. just slots Very interesting in there. way they shot it too like having one camera the behind them. Yeah I mean mm-hmm. they never had it really well until like season 8. <laughs> Abby always says. They cut the feet off. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of things. There were a lot. Um, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. But so the two of you you know you that wasn't awkward at all. You, you made it work and then Abby you were like oh you know it's Rochelle's routine we're going to make it work and it won. Yeah, it won. I know. I know. I know. I got the phone call that it won. I was just like, because I had no idea, really, honestly, Mm -hmm. in filming it. I always thought, and you know, Abby is in my corner, but I always thought, oh, she's cheering me on. She's, Mm -hmm. you know, but I know as I watched the episode, I was like, oh, honey, maybe, (laughs) maybe I was wrong about Abby cheering me on. Yeah, but it was. It's TV. It is TV, and it it has to. It has to have that energy. It has to. There has to be something. I used to love in on AUDC. People say, "What's your favorite part?" And I said, "I used to love saying." I completely disagree. It was yeah. my favorite thing ever. Well, that and she was would just give me that look. You guys, I know, yeah. and I would look at her, and Richie would look like he'd be like grabbing my like underneath <laughs> the thing, like do not push her chair off the thing, do not push her chair. Off. But you don't understand. Before you, 
it was uh, Robin Anton. Thank you. Yes. Before you, it was Robin Anton. And Robin just took a long time to get ready. And, okay. And very much like you, though, she wanted to be up there performing. Like, mm-hmm. kid, don't do it like this. Do it like me. Like, do it like yep. this, you know? So it was like the same kind of energy. But we were together for two years. Mm-hmm. She was the newbie coming in. Mm-hmm. So we were like, and I say it to him, I, I said it to him a couple of days ago. I said, Rochelle just wanted to get out of the chair and get on there herself. She wanted to be up there dancing. And the uh, we could have cared less ever again. I wanted to show them. You know, when you want to, if I could give you the life, that energy, I want to give it to you. That's, that's the thing. I think people sometimes think, oh, you know, I want to be out there. I want to be seen, but there's something in you. But you know what I mean? There's something in you that's like, do it like this, where you, you try, you got it from them with your words, with, Mm -hmm. you know, or with the way that you would, you know, I think express it or else like, or beat it out of them with words. With words, you know. Yes, it was. It inspired them. It's unbelievable. It did. Believe me, I am. I am like in shock that the tone of the show and how it rolls now. It's that it's incredible. People love you. They love that. Like, put. Her, did you hear Abby? They love. It's fascinating to me yes. because there, so many people took it so literally and took it on and took it on as your persona and you as a person. Right. And that's and the big question. I, recently I was in a big meeting with some big shots for a documentary and they, the, the woman said, you know, all of this happened and all of this was said and, you know, on and on. And my neighbor has a three-year-old. And we were talking, and I told her I was doing research for this documentary. And then the next day, she called me because she wanted to know if I could ask you if you could take her three-year-old and under your wing. And and she's like, I'm like, Are did you, you watch the episode? Have you watched the show? And and people till this day. And I also think the kids got it. Kids that watched the show back then, now in the future. They get it, and they want someone to be as invested and as caring and as pushy as I was with those kids yeah. to them. Yes. If somebody was in my corner, if I had Abby pushing me, I would be a star. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they all think. Yeah. Maybe it's so, true. Abby's for everyone, know. apparently. Maybe. I don't know. Well, we're going to see. All right, so let's talk about yes. the night. I'm in the theater. Because yes. my mother's student is married to okay. John Kander. Yes. Uh, 46 years together. And yay. And Amazing. they, I had my house seats to Fosse because John Kander had done a lot of the music. Yes. Right? So I have my house seat, I'm fifth row, center, whatever. And I sit down and it's Valerie Pettiford, right? The lead, the star. Well, it's a, it's a dance show, so there's not supposed to be a star, but she was the star. Mm-hmm, so she is off. She's out of the show. The curtain goes up. The light is there. And who is it but Rochelle Rack in the black corset, the high-cut French-cut leotard, singing Life is Just a Bowl of Cherries. Yeah. 
alone, solo, on stage, Michelle Rack, <laughs> Pittsburgh, girl, mom, dance teacher. And I'm like, looking to my right, I'm looking to my left. Oh my goodness. Is are, Pittsburgh are they, in the house? Know, right. Is Pittsburgh in the house? Is her mother here? You know, is, is the studio here? And I don't know this. Nope. Last minute. Swing, understudy for the lead. There she is. She's on. So, of course, I went to the stage door. She comes out, sees me. I don't even know if you recognize me or who I, I was. I, I knew who you were, but I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You were like, I'm, like, I, I, I'm here. I, I want to see Where, you. you were, it was crazy. And I was there to see her in that. Was that the debut that you did the that, that you went on? Was, I, I went on once before that, one time during uh, previews. And you know what? It was um, Valerie Pettiford uh, call. I remember this because I learned about being a great understudy and I learned what it was to be a star. She said, Sass, I'm going to be out tonight. It was 10 a.m. She said, if there's anything you need, you let me know. I'll help you through it. And it was the one and only because I had other people that were not like that. Let me just tell you, it was the time I learned that's how you are when you're a star, when you know yourself and you know your talent. And, and she, she did knew that it was for her me. part. She and knew, she yes. Knew if she could help you look she better would. or be better, That's right. do it. So I did that show, and I felt so good because I knew it. And then it was a few, I guess, I can't remember exactly in the run when you came, but I remember I hadn't been on a ton. So it was very exciting. And, you know, that, singing that song and being a dancer and the whole legacy but history of it. having someone in the audience oh, to see you that knows it's you. It's totally different. Because yes. you're coming out the stage door and you're, you know, when people are like, oh, the understudy's on. Sometimes they have that. Yes. Sometimes it should be the understudy's on. Like, it should be a positive it because be a there's so deal. much right. talent out there. But she was in that at that stage door and I will never forget that. And you were like, I was here. I saw it. I, it was and the I most was still speechless. I was like to my heart. Yes. So and I, thank I called you. Albert and John. I was like, we're showing on. She's from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. It was great. I know. Great. Thank you. I know. That, that's that a was, good memory. That was the memory. Yes. And, and that's where you, it all began. That yes. and the vlog and then, and then Dance Moms and then who knew AUDC would make that call? I mean, I had no idea. And people, choreographer friends in LA said to me, Everyone has been in for that job, Rochelle. And I was like, what? They're like, everyone has sent a tape or done an interview. Maybe then they uh, weren't sending tape. That's news to me. Yeah, well, this was a lot of people really? that I knew. Yes. <sighs> and I was like, really? I said, I don't know. Maybe it was that Dance Moms episode. Well, it was. I'm sure it was. Because you got under the skin of the moms. You got under my skin. They wanted that. And frankly, I mean, I think... Robin was so good to me and so kind to me and taught yes. me a lot about money and merchandise and this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, you know, when you make $25 million off of one song, you don't really need that. You don't need a job sitting next to Abby Lee Miller. No, that's... <laughs> yes. But she did so, it. And that's No, no, incredible. she did it. And yeah. she's great. She's an incredible yeah, person. she's going to be on the incredible. podcast. Yes, she's good. an incredible person. She is. But... But She's it, quite successful. It, it clearly made a lot of sense because, as you know, the fans love you. They love the Thank two you. of you together. And um, it's nice to know that there's some plans for you guys to work together again. Yes, yeah, season nine. Season uh, nine. I'm ready. It's where the competition begins. Great. So uh, we will see five kids, and they will do their solos, and we make a cut. Ooh. 
And well, then I've they been do, used to making cuts this yes, season, this, so I'm ready. Yes, so you're ready. I'm ready. And then they do uh, choreography comprehension, and Great. we make another cut. Great. We have an interview to see their social media presence. We make another cut, and then there's a battle, improv battle. Love see what it. they can wow us. I love, that's right. See how the they wow. can wow us, the wow factor. Mm-hmm. And then we pick a winner. Oh, it's exciting. I yes. love it. Yes. I love it. And it's now, all in three hours. And That's New York great. is going to be your last uh, episode. Yes. That's going to be where you're being going to be wrapping up. Yes, we'll be here. Racking up, honey. Racking That's where I'm flying up. in. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're going to do it on a day that Racking I'm going to get up. here. And we have a listener question from one of our Patreon subscribers, one of our ALDC elites. Yes. And I know that we kind of touched on this a little bit, but Rochelle, how excited were you? Uh, Zoe asks, how excited were you when Gold Digger won with your choreography? I was so excited because I was in my hotel room. I had just finished. It was like during the show and they called me and they said it won first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was kind of like, Ooh, wow. Like, God. oh my God. Because, you know, with, with putting her, with putting Mackenzie back in the number, mm-hmm. I knew I was risking the idea of Abby's way or Rochelle's way. And I knew she would love win. it. She would love it if it was like, that's why I was so, I was like, wait a minute. Is Abby happy that we won in general? <laughs> or does she only want to win if, like, I, I, no, I was like, a, a win is a, a win. win is a win. A win is but a win. But no, I was, um, I was thrilled and I was excited because it was not just about a dance that had all tricks or mm-hmm. no. turns. It was about a style and about uh, they learned a little something, a little sprinkle of a legacy. Yes. Awesome. Well, uh, is I think you guys left it all on the dance floor. Is there anything else that you th- want to get out there or I think you guys left it all out. We did. Yeah. Leave it on no. the dance floor. Leave it on the dance floor. I'm leaving it on the dance floor. Drop, swing, ball change, rock, step, do your thing. Abby, we're going to do some play out music next time, okay. honey. I'm going right. to send all you right. my song. And then okay. don't forget, bite the apple. Bite, bite the, the apple, apple please. <laughs> um, okay. Unless you're Snow White. Don't bite the apple. Don't bite the and apple. And Rochelle, where can all of our ALDC elites follow you? They, they already do follow you, but where oh, can they, they follow can follow you? Oh, they can follow me, Rochelle Rack, on Instagram. I finally got the check mark. Honey, it Ooh, took years. It yes. took years to get it. Um, and also, I always say go to my website, RochelleRack.com. You can always reach me. And uh, I think it's a good way to keep up on what I'm doing in the right now as well. But Instagram, don't forget, make sure that you keep your Instagram alive with what you're doing. Dancers, yes. artists, writers do show that because when you're auditioning, cause now we know, you know, season nine, we're going to be sitting there. We're going to have a computer there. We're also going to look up your social media, honey. Mm-hmm. We're going to pull no, out the stops. We, well, we, we want to see it. how many followers they have. And you do. Yes. And, Can we and look and see what they're themselves? putting yes, on? That absolutely. would be, that's, I think it's incredible. So yeah, I'm pretty simple. You know, I'm old school, but I do love it. When my when my website blew up because of Dance Moms, I was like, what is happening? So if you all follow me, I will be thrilled. But if you don't, live your life, make your best, make your best choices and go full out. And I think the next time, if you'd like to come back on, maybe the two of you can talk about an episode of Abby's Ultimate in the future. Yes, that would be, be fun. Right? Oh, yes. I would love it. Let's bring up those names. I don't names. think she knows that Richie and I were judging her. During her performance. Oh, well, I guess that that's what we're going to have to get to in our yes. next episode. With we're going to have to zoom on. Richie in. We'll oh, see. please. Yes, I, I love the it. The three of you definitely need a reunion. Yes. For sure. I yes, think so. Yes, yes, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. I love him. Rochelle, thank you so much for being here. I love you, sweetheart. All the best on the new show, Boop. And uh, that's it for this episode of Leave It on the Dance Floor. Until next time. Bye. My world is weird.
ALDC Elites, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. A Huda Media Production.